102.7 ESPN Studios in Austin, Texas. This is the Jeff Ward Show. Hey, welcome to our little show. Here's the way it works. I riff on stuff and you react. Pretty straightforward, right? 512-834-1027 is the phone number. Jump in. Respond, react. I'll predict right now there's a pretty good chance everything goes off the rails in just a few minutes. Some days you just can't make some stuff up. So use the numbers 512-834-1027. You want to follow me on Twitter or X or whatever we call it this week. It's at Jeff Ward Show. You can also post comments via Twitter. I think that could be a train wreck as well today. But uh, if you post comments, all I ask is that you make the show better. Please don't suck. Get straight to the point. It's at Jeff Ward Show. Uh, Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Yes, I'm very aware that we haven't posted new content because our machines are fried. But you can subscribe to it. I'll do all but promise new content will be coming up soon because these episodes have been stockpiling now for about five days. To get the Jeff Ward Show podcast, you can download it wherever you download podcasts. Subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. We try to post those each afternoon also. Uh, You know, I'm not a big fan of the industry of college football. I just, it's just dumb. It's stiff. It's bureaucratic. It's not very well run. So see if you can find the giant elephant in the room in the industry of professional college football. The industry of professional college football is terrible at change. And now it has an extra, extra weird problem. And what's comical about this is nobody wants to acknowledge it. So we're just going to ignore it as long as possible. And then there's going to be a giant problem not far down the road. And this has nothing to do with concussions or or something like that. I mean, it's not that serious, but it's going to be a big problem. So follow all of this, my setup, and then you'll be able, I assume you'll be able to figure out what uh, what the elephant in the room is. So what should change in the industry of college football, and this is nothing new, um, it's... It's very simple, but it just they just they can't figure anything out. They can't pivot. They can't move at all. If any of you, maybe at some time in your life, you've worked at a company that's this stiff and this stuck, then it usually go under. How this industry survives is is pretty remarkable. There should have been, should be, won't happen, revenue sharing. It should have been set up long before the slush fund that is known as name, image, and likeness. At places like Texas, that's just an excuse to give people toys and cash. They had a chance to set all this stuff up. They didn't do it. Uh, It's too late. You're not going to go back now. Uh, The four super conferences, what we think, we thought were going to be four super conferences, should have been set up in a regional way. They aren't. They won't be. And we're not going back on that one either. So that is forever screwed up. The clock should not stop on first downs in college football games. That's idiotic. There's no reason to do it. The only reason why it does still exist is because whiny coaches dictate the terms. Uh, The hash marks in college football, nobody ever thinks about this, but it's really dumb, too, and it makes the game 
less entertaining because it doesn't open things up quite enough for offenses. But the hash marks in college football should be moved to the middle of the field. Interference penalties, the penalty, should be at the spot of the foul, not 15 yards. That's inexcusable. It should be severe punishment. It's not. A ball carrier should not be down by a knee being down. They should only be down by contact. Uh, The overtime in college football should be just like the NFL. What's set up now is idiotic, and every year it's tinkered with, and it gets more idiotic. They put the ball at the 25, then it gets really convoluted from there. Uh, There should be replay challenges allowed, just like the NFL. The replay system should work just like the NFL. Half times in college football should only be 10 minutes. Who knows how long they are. It feels like forever now. Um, And the playoff system should be at least six teams uh, instead of four now and instead of next year's 12, which is a problem. Sounded like a great idea. This year alone, um, and I I suspect it's going to happen, but we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see. This year... There's a real chance of a perfect storm being created. Now, people in the industry of college football, they're these uh, backroom bureaucrats. Remember, everything is dictated by coaches. They're too powerful, far too powerful, um, unlike the NFL. But the perfect storm is setting itself up this year. Uh, The college football committee better hope, better hope, starting over the next few weeks, better hope that they get four powerhouse, blue blood, undefeated teams or several teams that are deserving, i.e. the Pac-12, are going to get screwed. Several. Not just one. Every year there's one or two we complain about and, you know, I don't know that it's that big of a deal, but this is setting up for several to be screwed over. A one-loss Pac-12 team Um, deserves to be in a playoff before a one-loss Big 12 team. It's just, I mean, the body of work is just better. That would be a one-loss Texas or Oklahoma when either one has a loss. Now, the committee desperately hopes that they one of them goes undefeated, just like they hope the other Blue Bloods go undefeated, so this doesn't come back to bite them. The world is simple math if you have four undefeated teams. I'm not sure we will. Uh, I'm not even sure you have three. But they certainly hope the Big 12 produces a blue blood that's undefeated. If not, we've got problems. So would Texas get in with one loss over a Pac-12 team? Yeah, probably because their name is Texas. Yes. They wouldn't deserve it. Now, an undefeated Texas team, just like an undefeated team from practically any conference, deserves to be there. There's no argument there. But a one loss doesn't. They'd still get in, though. Um, It would not be, Texas would not be deserving because not all their own fault. The Big 12 is not very good. In fact, it's the worst conference in college football right now. So the body of work of Washington, Utah, Oregon at one loss is going to be far better than the body of work of Texas. That's just going to be the resume. I don't know that it's going to matter if they do lose, but that's just the fact. I mean, the Pac-12 is a much more difficult path. All right, now forget all that stuff. Here's the weird problem. Nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to acknowledge it. I'm not even sure anybody sees it coming, and I don't know how. And I don't know how long you can pretend this isn't an issue. Next year, in the industry of professional college football, 
they start a 12-team playoff. And it's really simple, and it's going to make sense to everyone. And a lot of people are going to say, well, that's a long time coming. You're really going to say it. If this year produces several one-loss teams that are arguably deserving of being in the playoffs. So we're going to really want it soon. Uh, It's a simple setup. There's a problem, though. See if you can figure it out. The six highest-rated conference champions plus the six highest-rated at-large teams go to the 12-team playoff. The four highest-ranked conference champions receive a first-round buy. Um, that's reasonable and makes, makes good sense. Not a bad, that's not a bad idea. So it goes, it's pretty, pretty clear. It goes, what, 5v12, 6v11, et cetera. So those top four conference champions, they get a first-round buy. That's cool. First-round games are home games at the higher-ranked team. Again, a good idea. Then it goes 1v8, 2v7, et cetera. And I think these are then played at bowl sites around the country. There's a, a setup for that, too. You're thinking, well, Jeff, what's the problem here? Seems like it's a pretty good idea. Yeah, well, there's a giant problem. <laughs> there's a giant problem. The tournament next year starts uh, weekend of December 20 and 21. Um, it's, better, it's better than what we have now, for sure. It's certainly better than what we have now because of the collision course the game is on. But... There's a problem with no answer. There's a problem with no acknowledgement. There's a problem that nobody, nobody even wants to think about. Okay? Remember what I said? The top six leagues. I don't even know what the top six are. I didn't know we had six. We shouldn't have six. But the written rules of the playoffs starting next year when life as we know it is supposed to get much better in this goofball industry, the top six leagues are going to the tournament. So that would mean, hmm, the Pac-2 would be in the tournament. That's exciting, Jeff. Wait, 12 or 2? That would be 2, everyone. 2. It's a league of two. Has anyone not noticed it's going to be a league of two? The Pac-12 will have two teams. Now, great schools. Really good schools. The best. But they're really bad at football, and there's two of them. Yeah, it's Cal and Stanford. And, well, it's, who's left inside? It's Cal, Stanford, Oregon State, Oregon State and Washington State. I'm sorry. Cal, Cal and Sanford are going to ACC. It's Washington State and Oregon State are the two. Boy, that's a tough schedule they got. They're going to play each other every Tuesday. It's two. There's going to be two left. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> How do you get in? How do you not get in? That's a better question. That would suck. Oh, man, we didn't make the tournament this year. Shoot. We went one and one. We didn't make the tournament. Uh, who's going to be the conference champion of the Pac-12? You want to bet right now? So you got a decent chance. Okay, start betting now. I don't know what it is on the board. I don't know what the odds are in Washington State, Oregon State. I don't know. Got some states, and they're close. They can play all the time. Do the two teams in the league then play each other in the conference championship? Again. Then again. Um. So it's going to be a conference of two 
and the deal is set up with conferences of six, including the champion. I'm going to guess the second place team, which happens to be the last place team in the Pac-2, does not get invited to the tournament. Let's hope not, but I don't know. Maybe they do. So the winner of the Pac-2 conference will go to the playoff with a record of 1-1 one and one or 2-0. and oh. They're going to be rested. That team is going to be healthy. So what if they just say, oh boy, I'm, how come nobody's thinking about this? How come nobody said we got to sit down and maybe get some paperwork out and, you know, kind of figure something out a little bit? I mean, are they just going to add a bunch of people every single week, like a rotating school to play? What if the conference, now what if they say we're going to keep it as is because it's just what the rules say. We're going to go play 10 other games, okay? That means they'll have a championship between two teams, what if the Pac-2 conference winner loses all 10 of their non-conference games, but then they win their conference championship by going 1-0 and or 1-1? and I don't know that I can blame this all. You can't. No, I can't. Never mind. It's just they don't have no thought whatsoever, no planning whatsoever. Um, there's no, there's no power structure. There's no commissioner. It is the anti-NFL in every single way. And now look what they've done. They've got a convoluted setup next year of schools all over the place, traveling all over the place with no rhyme or reason why it's set up the way that it is. Just a few powerhouses like Texas and USC and UCLA chase the money and said, screw everything else. We don't care that it's turned on its head. Nobody with any sense whatsoever said, we, we, no, we're not doing this. This doesn't make any sense. And oh, by the way, there's only two schools out there. Stop for a second. Well, Jeff, surely they have a solution. No, they don't. They don't. None has been offered. Just like everything else that happens in that industry. I don't know if they ever talk, right? I don't know if they have any Zoom meetings ever. If they do, are they just pretending as if this whole Pac-2 thing doesn't exist? Don't you think somebody at Washington State or Oregon State says, hey, hey guys, or maybe they should just be quiet and they'll get in the playoff. Maybe they won't notice there's only two of us. Yeah, that's it. We'll just be quiet. We'll act like we can't log on the Zoom meeting, and then we'll just keep doing it until next season, and then we'll be a league of two, and we'll make sure that one of us gets in the playoff. That'll be a lot of money. Idiotic as usual. Chaotic is predictable. And once again, just like it happens all the time, there is zero leadership in the industry. Jeff Ward, weekdays on 102.7 ESPN. No, it's not a great way to start a segment, but I just have to be brutally honest. I don't like our chances on this. I really don't. I don't think I don't think it's going to go well. I don't think you're going to handle this well at all. I'm not sure that I am. I don't even know yet. I'm not even sure when we're done talking about, I think, easily the most bizarre thing that I've heard in quite some time. I don't know that I'll know that it went well. In fact, I trust that it's probably going to be a train wreck. And I don't trust you. And I think you're going to... I give out the phone numbers and I give out uh, the my Twitter handle, or X handle, and it's at Jeff Ward Show. And I really don't trust that you're going to act responsibly. I think you're going to be... <laughs> it may take a while. It should take a while. 
because you're going to say, wait, what? <laughs> About 10 times, but then you're going to misbehave and you're really going to be offensive. I'm sorry. I'm not sure I'm going to be any better. I just, I really don't like our chances to be adults. So, uh, Yahoo News and the New York Times, and I'm looking out CNN, and, and every, seemingly every major news organization is reporting this. They're reporting the allegations, I guess to be exact, I should say the ongoing allegations that the, I can't believe this is going to happen. The current world chess champion, I'm sure all of you know this, that's 20-year-old Hans Niemann. Everyone is reporting that Hans has been accused of cheating. Hans is defending himself. Hans has a lawyer defending himself. Hans has even filed a $100 million defamation suit. So, look out. Now, um... I should tell you, whether you're a chess player or not, um, it it is a big deal. I mean, apparently it's a big deal. Apparently Hans has money or is acting like he has money. There's some money circulating in this industry somehow. I don't know. Maybe you do. But it's a $100 million defamation suit. Pretty serious stuff. Hans is saying, you're ruining my reputation. You are. I've, I've won fair and square. Stop with this stuff. Okay, so keep that in mind. And I did say chess. Hang on. It gets much worse in a hurry. I want you to do this. All of you do this. Uh, Big Chief tablet number two pencil. You can do it. You can do it out loud if you would like. You can talk with others if you'd like. You can sit there and talk to yourself. I don't care. I want you to make a list. I'm going to try. I want you to make a list of the ways that you think someone can cheat in chess. All right. Go. Hmm. I don't know, but you think it through. How could somebody cheat in chess? I'll just brainstorm and say, I don't know, mirrors, um, magnetic strips. I don't know. I mean, is it cheating like in cards? I'm not sure. Uh, Xanax. I, I don't know. I don't know how you cheat in chess. Maybe some of you do. Do you have any ideas how you could cheat in chess? Maybe you do cheat in chess. Have you cheated? If so, tell the rest of us how you cheat. Because I'm going to bet it's not like Hans, allegedly. <sighs> These questions are important. Um, they're really important right now. There's, there's a reason I'm bringing all this up, and it's going it's to be sad. It's this, this is a train wreck that is waiting to happen, and I don't think there's, there's not going to be any coming back from this the rest of the day. I don't know how somebody makes this much money in chess. Don't know. Uh, but Hans seems to make a lot of money. He acts like he makes a lot of money. I don't know how the accusation of cheating in chess is a $100 million case, but it is. All right. Good luck to all of us because there's no coming back from this. Um, get ready for the most bizarre conversation you've ever heard. There is no way... There's no way anybody tuned in, going to tune in, woke up today thinking, man, I'm going to listen to that Ward guy. There's no way you thought we would end up here. I didn't think so. I didn't want to. I still don't want to. Hans Neiman, the world champion chess player and his lawyer. Hans looks like a chess player. 
He's kind of a mess. Looks like that crypto dude, he was stealing from everyone. So Hans and his lawyer are sitting in a studio and being interviewed by Piers Morgan. Um, I'm just going to say good luck to everyone because your day is not going to be the same. Have you ever used anal beads while playing chess? Uh, well, you know, your curiosity is a bit concerning, you know, maybe you're personally interested, but uh, I can tell you no. Okay, categoric no. Of course, yes, categorically no. no, no I, obviously, I didn't, I didn't make the allegations. I'm just repeating what was put to you at the time. I mean, people do wonder, you're, how you're did correct, you beat, not... they do wonder, how did you beat oh, Magnus man. Carlsen? Um, okay, well, if you want to take that logic, you know, you want to take that logic, right? So I have proven my strength, right? Chess.com themselves have said that since I, you know, since they gave me a short ban, before, they said that since then I have never cheated. Mm. So on their website, I've beaten some of the best players in the world. I've performed at the highest level on their website, which they, they themselves say that I, I didn't cheat in. In addition to that, in over the board tournaments, I have continued to play chess at a very, very high level. I have, you know, you know my ranking, I, my ranking did not just drop. I continued to play well, even after this victory. I have proven my, my chess level, my chess strength time and time again. This is simply a case of, of you know where bullies are, 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 are you know going after someone because they threaten their business interests. So it's you, know, you should be looking at bully. the fact that of course he's a bully. He used his entire empire. He used his connections to Chess.com. He leveraged his you know the fact that there's a you know a, a merger know. happening. Wait, Jeff, wait, and what? he got all of these people to what? attack me. And it was it's a bully. It's a simple thing. But you know oh, I don't you know let what. people bully me. I'm going to stand up to him. And I stood up to him because Hans is about to say that he will play everyone naked. <laughs> That's what Hans is going to do. He is going to play so frustrated with the cheating allegations, he is now going to play everyone naked. Hey, Jeff, I'm sorry. What happened in the beginning? Yeah, I thought you might bring that up. All right, here you go again. You wanted it. Have you ever used anal beads while playing chess? Uh, well, you know, your curiosity is a bit concerning, you know. Maybe you're personally interested, but uh, I can tell you no. Oh, uh, well, <clears throat> did it stop there? Hell no, it didn't stop there. Are you kidding? All right, I'll just, uh, anywhere you want to look, you'll see the same thing, but uh, you wanted this. You're going to, there's no saving the show. There's no chance. There's no chance this is going to end well. Here you go, CNN.com. Uh, chess grandmaster Hans Niemann categorically denies using vibrator and sex toys to cheat in chess. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, I'm sorry. Could somebody help the rest of us out, please? Please. Please. Find a serious chess player, and if you could, I know it's going to be awkward, but could you get them to participate and maybe tell the rest of us how sex toys make you a better chess player? Please? I think. You want me to read it? Okay, I'll read it. I will read it then. If Hans Newman had hoped to put an end to the cheating scandal behind him, the chess grandmaster's interview with Piers Morgan on Monday might have just scuttled that wish. I mean, I thought Hans was pretty clear he wasn't cheating, didn't you? Huh. Okay. Neiman has reportedly denied cheating in over-the-board chess. The 20-year-old addressed specific accusations that he cheated using vibrating sex toys. 
Did I, I? How would that make me better in chess? I mean, what are, what are the rest of us missing? What is it that we don't? I, I think we've all played some level of chess. I don't know, good or bad. You, you boredom. Whatever. Could you help the rest of us, please? Please. Neiman. Um, when pressed by Morgan, if he had used such sex toys while playing chess, Neiman replied, well, your curiosity is a bit concerning. Uh, then he says categorically, no. Um, they want me to strip fully naked and I'll do it for the next competition. Mm, good. I don't care because I know I'm clean. You want me to play in a closed box with zero electronic transmission naked? I don't care, you know. Name whatever you guys want me to do to play, and I will do it. <laughs> oh. wonder whether a hippie-looking dude, Hans, is going to play naked. Does everyone have to be naked? Can we go back one more time? What things do you think would help you cheat in chess? And I got to believe if your list is 5, 10, 20, I, I got to believe vibrating sex toys, it doesn't seem like it's in the top 10. What, what are we missing? Seriously, what, what is this about? Uh, and an interview with the St. Louis Chess Club. Oh, well, they cues him up. My gosh, no telling what he did. He says he's never cheated in over-the-board games, although he did admit to cheating in some random games on chess.com. Maybe that's where he used the sex toys to cheat. Uh, <laughs> uh, 72 page report by chess.com. Oh my gosh. Uh, alleged that Neiman likely cheated in more than 100 online matches, including several with prize money. Let's be clear. I don't think they're saying he's doping. I don't think they're saying he's... I, I don't know what you do to cheat in chess with what sort of substances. They're accusing him of using sex toys to cheat. Oh, boy. Neiman has filed a $100 million defamation lawsuit against chess.com and popular streamer and player Hikaru Nakamura. What did you accuse him of? My gosh, can it get much worse? Jeez. I mean, does it get worse? I know, I know. Don't make me do it again. Don't make Brandon do it again. He's upset enough already. And everyone's now going, wait, what? He's upset. He's thrown up twice. Okay. Pierce Morgan is as serious as he can be. I mean, the dude acts like he is busting someone at Watergate or something. Have you ever used anal beads while playing chess? Uh, well, you know, your curiosity is a bit <laughs> concerning, you know. Maybe you're personally interested, but uh, I can tell you no. Okay, categoric no. <laughs> of course, yes, categorically no. no, no I obviously, I didn't, I didn't make the allegations. I'm just repeating what was put to you at the time. I mean, people do wonder, you're, how you're did correct, you beat... Not... They do wonder, how did you beat Magnus Carlsen? Um, well, okay, well, if you want to take that logic, you know, <laughs> you want to take that logic, right? So... Man, am I trying? Okay, how? This is not the only thing they're accusing him of doing. They're accusing. 
shoot, I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it anymore. I'm going to make Brandon say it. Somebody else say it. It's not just that. It's some other stuff they're saying he's been using to beat Magnus Carlson. How does Magnus not notice? Right? Does anyone watch the chess competition? How do you not know that Hans is using... Shoot. Shoot. I hate this right now. I hate our chances. I think this is terrible. Um, the day would be better. There's no going back now. You know, there's just no going back. The day would have been so much better. Had Pierce, What is Pierce Morgan even doing? Like, even if... Even if it didn't involve sex toys, who the hell can care? <laughs> but it does, apparently, allegedly, possibly. Now, I'll say this for Hans. I mean, if any one of you had been accused, whatever it is you're doing, if you've been accused of doing that and you didn't do it, you might sue too. All right, this is the last time Brandon said he's never doing this again. He's never doing it again. He's going to walk out of here. And more stuff's going to get broken or hacked. This is it. One last time. And then we all have to turn around and talk about uh, the Dallas Cowboys run game or something. Have you ever used anal beads while playing chess? Uh, (laughs) That's it. Brandon threw up again. We're not doing it anymore. Not doing it anymore. And your behavior is going to be despicable. And the whole show should end now. Jeff Ward, weekdays on 102.7 ESPN. You know, the word is, here's something to think about. Watch the host move on quickly. Um, You know, when is it time to give up? This I'm talking about the NFL season for a few teams because it's uh, now the story, of course, is not Aaron Rodgers anymore, thankfully. Now it is, what do you do? And how quickly do you do it? Let me set it up this way. So here you are. You're the Jets. You've won one game within your division. So I don't. You can't say it's gone. I mean, it may look bad. It may feel bad. But you can't. You can't say the year's over yet. So how long do you wait, or do you just ride it out with what you have? And what you have is a terrible quarterback. Now, I say that because the speculation has started, which is pretty, pretty interesting and pretty cool to follow. The Minnesota Vikings, of course, they're now 0-3. When is it time for them to pull the plug? When is it time for them to blow things up and trade their quarterback and get something forward and say, you know what, we'll get enough for him and we'll do something next year or the year after, whenever. Um, this year's almost a loss. So, And if you're the Jets, do you make a move for Kirk Cousins? If so, how? And when you do that, that's your starter. It's, I think they're they're going to do something. I think most of the reports, most of the assumptions are they're going to do something. They're going to have to do something. Or not do it and just sort of die there. But if they think they've got enough... And I think they probably do, and I think they think they have enough, that if they just had a quarterback that wasn't trash, they got a chance to make the playoffs. And their quarterback currently is trash. They knew that going in. They didn't want this to happen, of course. They didn't think this was going to happen, but here they are. And so now if you're the Jets, you uh, forget Aaron Rodgers for a second. Do you want to go all in on this year? And could you then be on the phone with the Minnesota Vikings say, listen, Guys, you're you're 0 three. 
you, you're not you're not going to make your way back. It's too much work. So what we're willing to do right now is we're willing to give you something good. We've got some money. We got, I don't know what they what they have, but we're going to make you an offer right now because we think we can still make the playoffs if we just had a quarterback that's not trash, and yours is not trash, and yours might be the only one available out there. So let's talk. Then when do you do it? Like how much longer can you wait? And if you do it. And I think they might. No, I think they will. And when you do it, and all of a sudden you get to next year, do you go Aaron meet Kirk, Kirk meet Aaron? Uh, hmm, this is awkward. Then what? Or do you bring the guy in and say, listen, man, uh, we, we gave up a lot for you. Come here, have some fun, make a run at the playoffs, and then next year you're gone because we're back to uh, Mushroom Boy. Um, okay. Or, uh-oh, Kirk Cousins comes in and plays really well, and you think, golly, he can play for four or five more years. Mushroom Boy, maybe one. Not even sure about that. He couldn't even play a month this year. Maybe we got to stick with this Kirk guy. And then if, if Mushroom Boy gets that, gets a hint of that, then look out, the drama starts. Um, so w- you know, either one of these teams, when do you think you want to make a deal? When is the right time to make that deal? If you don't make the deal and you kind of say, well, we'll wait it out. I mean, how many more losses can either one absorb and then the year's over? And you don't have any leverage. Uh, there's just too much noise right now that something is not. It just, it just makes, it makes some sense. It does. The defense is too good with the Jets. The elements are too good with the Jets. They're apparently not with the Vikings. So can the Jets try to salvage a year? And get their hands on a guy who's a good quarterback, not great. They just need one that's not complete trash. And then it gets weird. Then you know who's not going to like that. The man full of drama is not going to like it. But I think it's pretty fascinating, and I think something has to happen. Or if nothing happens, then they've just sort of mailed it in, which sucks for everyone else in that locker room. You know, it's a short shelf life in that business. At Jeff Ward Show, nobody saw anything because the chess grandmaster cheated using a concealed weapon. Mm-hmm. I predicted that kind of behavior. At Jeff Ward Show, you should have saved this chess cheating scandal for Ed. Hearing Ed's logic would be priceless. Is it? Are we sure? <laughs> How much more? Brandon's already thrown up. How much more do we really want to go? I actually was hopeful, and I'm, I'm wrong, of course. I was hopeful someone might say, here's the deal, here's how you cheat in chess. I thought there might be somebody acting mature enough to try to help the rest, but that's not happening at all. At Jeff Ward Show, were the beads in the shape of a chess piece like the rook? See, that's terrible. That right there is exactly what I was talking about. <laughs> that's what I was talking about, that kind of behavior. Uh, at Jeff Ward Show, no, I did not wake up this morning thinking that Jeff Ward investigative reports would be getting to the bottom of cheating in professional chess. Okay, again, see? See how this is playing out? Well, why did he even do that interview? What am I, what am I missing here? What, what, is it that big of a deal? I mean, just cheating. Forget, forget everything else for a second, which is hard to do. Is it that big of a deal that there's that much that they think this guy cheated? He's got his goofball lawyer sitting right next to him the whole time. 
And then he finally drops the hammer. I'm willing to compete naked. He wants... <laughs> and of course, you got to see the guy. Um, what's his name? The, the crypto dude um, with the giant fro. He looks like that guy. He looks exactly like you would think a 20-year-old chess player who looks 60 with massive amounts of hair. I mean, he looks like a werewolf. He's so hairy. <laughs> Why are we talking about it? cheating in chess? Piers Morgan really did act like he had, uh, he just had broken the story of the century. Huh. Memo to self. Interview chess competitors. All right, the phone number is 512-834-1027. That's 512-834-1027. Uh, we got Irwin Center Conversations. Uh, I'll prime you for this. It's, uh, the Irwin Center's always sucked. It's just never been a good venue. Uh, there are five of us that if there's four of us now, one dude went, moved to Costa Rica, but the four of us who grew up here uh, can go way back in time with the Irwin Center. Um, you think about a 24-hour period in Austin. This is like, this is modern life in Austin now. In a 24-hour period, you know that you got Peter Pan Miniature Golf, established in 1949 with the greatest finishing hole in all of miniature golf. Faces an uncertain future. It's, that means that's code for it's going to be a condo tower really quickly. little narrow condo tower, but it's going to be a condo tower. Then um, South Congress continues its quest to go from hippie cool to Rodeo Drive. Um, actually, it's gone from prostitutes, haven to hippie cool to Rodeo Drive in a matter of years. Lucy's in disguise. Uh, anybody remember how you ever go? People go in there all the time. You don't have to rent anything, but you went in there a lot. Um, remember how cramped it was? Remember how low the roof was? <laughs> You'd get back there in the back section with the tiny little dressing rooms. Uh, Lucy's in Disguise, famous costume shop that, I mean, you couldn't fit any more stuff in one building to save your life. It might have been the most cramped place I've ever been in, but still pretty cool. So it's now being replaced. It, it's shut down, sold, I don't know. It's been a few years, I, I'm sure. Um, now I think it's a high-end purse store. Um, so we just sort of keep following this trajectory, right? If that's what we want to call it. The Irwin Center is now... <laughs> it's auctioning off stuff at the Irwin Center. Chairs, cup holders... Popcorn machines. I don't know what else. So now your head should start spinning um, for the five of you, four of you, actually, four of you. Uh, first concert, worst concert, worst show. The number of times you threw up there. What you don't remember, what you do remember. It's just, it should be, it is for me, for a lot of us, it is like a tidal wave of memories, good and bad. Mark here from the University of Texas at Austin Surplus Property. I just wanted to remind you to take a look at our online auction. It's located at swicoauctions.com. I'll put the link in the posting. Uh, right now is a great time to take a look at the auction. Uh, we have some great items from the now shuttered Frank Irwin Center. 
the former home of UT Basketball and Event Center. So uh, an example of some of the items that we have are these great theater seats that came from the, the suites that surrounded the arena and some other great furniture. So take a look at it. We got some great surprises on there and great treasures. Again, it's swicoauctions.com. Hurry up because the time is limited on how long you can bid. Thank you and hook them. Make sure you check out the Jeff Ward Show podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.